So before um, I preach, I, I, I wanted to do this song. This song is called God is So Good. Everyone knows that song, right? God is so good. He's so good to me. But we're going to learn in Hindi language first. And then you all will be fluent in Hindi language. <laughs> so if you will repeat after me, please. Yeshu. Acha hai. Yeshu. Acha hai. One more time. Yeshu. Acha hai. Muchko. Muchko means me. God is good to me. So now we're going to sing it, okay? We're going to sing it in Hindi and then we'll sing it in English a couple of times. So let's sing it in, in Hindi just so we get the practice. Yeshu acha hai. Yeah, you want to join? Acha hai. Yeshu acha They picked up it the first time, Sarah. That's pretty cool. That's, yeah, you got all choir members here, so. <laughs> all right, we're going to sing it in English a couple of times, and then we'll get back to Hindi. So Sarah's going to lead us. God is so good. God is so so good. God has been good to us, hasn't he? In so many ways. Today, uh, we are concluding with our series, The Lord Is. And thank you all for being with us in all those, all those sermons. It has really blessed me. Next Sunday, we're going to start a series back to the simple things, back to the basics of life, back to, back to God, back to the Bible, back to prayer. So it'll be a six, seven-part series. I would love for you to be part of that as we return to the Lord with all our heart, soul, and mind. That'll be starting next Sunday. Uh, but today we will be concluding with the Lord is good. I want to read from God's Word, uh, Psalm 34. We'll have the words on the screen. You can join me in the Bible also. Psalm 34, verse 1 to 8. I will bless the Lord at all times. 
His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, taste and see the Lord is good. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Please join me in prayer. Lord Jesus, we come humbly as we have already been blessed in this service. But now, Lord, as we hear your word, we pray that your presence will come in a mighty way. Open our heart. Lord, remove all the distractions from our mind. And, and Lord, that we can focus and receive whatever you want to say to us. So come, Holy Spirit. Come in power and grace. Lord, I pray that you will hide me behind the cross of Calvary once again. That, that people may see you and not me, may hear your word and not my words. We commit this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord is good. As we have been in the series for the last few weeks, we have uh, thought about this phrase, the Lord is. That means that Lord is continuing. We cannot say the Lord only helped me last year. He's not helping me this year. Or the warranty went out. The, the Lord cannot help us. No, no, no. The Lord is helping us now. He is our helper now. He is our healer now. He is our salvation now. He is our rock now. And He is good. You see, friends, the Lord is good. Despite our shortcomings, despite our failures, despite our weaknesses, despite our circumstances, He is still good. And that's what we want to focus on today. The Scripture says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You see, friends, when we have tasted and seen the goodness of God, something happens in our life. For all who have encountered Jesus in, in their life, their life is never seen, never the same. To taste and to see, David writes, it's, it's to experience God in a fresh, in a new, in a personal way. As I've said, God is not someone that is abstract, that is far, but God is someone that we can experience, we can feel. And when, it's, when we talk about tasting and seeing, it means that we can, we can feel his presence on our mind and our heart. So taste and see. Now, I know all of us um, love to taste and drink different kinds of food or different kinds of drinks. Some of us love the taste of cornbread and beans. Some of us grew up in cornbread, and that's when I was in my small church, uh, most people would have cornbread and beans, and I would always find out who was having chicken. That's where I would go. <laughs> I enjoyed cornbread and beans, but I wanted something else. So. But some of us still love cornbread and beans. Some of, us, some of us love some grilled fried chicken, and some of us like to go to KFC, you know, we go to KFC or we go to Crackle Barrel and we, we get our order of fried chicken. Or some of us go to um, Joella's Chicken. I don't know if there's one here, but there was one in northern Kentucky. It was a really good chicken place. You, you may want to try it out. Now, I love Mac Chicken at McDonald's. 
I love the dollar McChicken and a Coke. I love the taste of it. I, I enjoy that. Now, some of us, some of us love uh, hamburgers. We love Wendy's. We love Burger King, Sonic, uh, whichever, whichever one you like. We all love the taste of it, right? It feels, feels kind of good to go by there. Um, some of us love Mexican food. And uh, right here in town, we have, the, uh, we have the Pepe's. We've got some Mexican food eater right here. Okay. Some of us love the Pepe's and the Micasita, La Antigua, Tres Amigos. See, I've learned all these places already. I've been here <laughs> since June 25th. Some of us love Chinese food. We go to Orient Express or the Asian Buffet, right? We have that. Now, most of you know that our friend Tony used to run the Shanghai Express. And when I was here, and he was an Indian who ran a Chinese restaurant. It was amazing. <laughs> But anyways, when I was here, I would go there two, three times a week and get my order of Singapore noodles. That was my favorite dish. Now, he's moved to Paris, uh, Brother Tony, and I went and um, ordered the food. It was not the same. I was trying to get him to come back, back to town. But there was something about that taste that wanted me to go back there and get the same thing. And Tony is pretty brilliant. He knew exactly what you wanted, right? If you've been there, was those people who know him. But we... We love to go and taste and see. Some of us love Starbucks coffee or Dunkin' Donuts. We just want that coffee, just that taste, right? So when David writes, taste and see, there was something special to him because he had, he had tasted, and not only tasted, but he had seen the goodness of God in his life. He had, he had tasted that God is faithful when he is not faithful. He had tasted and see that in moments of hopelessness and darkness, God would never leave him. God was still the same each and every moment of his life. And so when he writes Psalm 34, he's writing his personal experience of who God is. It's not someone who told him who God is. It's someone that he experienced for himself who God is. In Psalm 34, he writes, I will bless the Lord at all times. What he is saying that I experience the goodness of God not only in good times, but in my troubles, in my sorrows, in my weaknesses, in my failures, I still get up and I bless the Lord because God's goodness still reaches me and changes me and cleanses me and purifies me. The goodness of God, my soul makes it boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. He says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. In verse 4, he talks about facing fears in his life and calling on God to help him. He writes, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. He's talking about his personal experience. I have tasted and I have seen how God has delivered me. Look to him and be radiant so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. You see, David is talking about his personal life. Now, I want to just share a few thoughts from this, from this uh, text. The first thing I want to share is that the Lord is good in our good days. The Lord is good in our good days. You see, David experienced the goodness and, and the, the goodness of God in his life, favor and blessing of God. He was made the king over Israel at the age of 30. 
The second Samuel chapter 5 verse 4 says, David was 30 years old when he became king and reigned for 40 years. At that age, he had a power, he had an influence, he had an authority, he experienced the favor of God. That was the goodness of God in his life. You see, friends, we too have experienced the goodness of God in our lives. How do we know we have experienced the goodness of our life? We have the gift of family and friends. Turn to your, to your neighbor, your wife or your son or your daughter sitting next to you. That is the goodness of God. We have a wonderful church family that we can come to. That is the goodness of God, friends. We, we have experienced the goodness of God by His provision, how God has provided for us how God has um, loved us, how God time and time has forgiven us and He's given us grace, how God has given us victories after victories, milestones after milestones. Friends, it is the simplest, the goodness of God upon our life. Amen? God has been good to us. The second thing I want to share with you that the Lord is not only good in our good days, but Lord is good in our tough days. It's always easy to praise God when everything is going good, right? But it is on those difficult days when we call on God, where are you? But even in those days, friends, God is near. You see, just talking about David's life, David not only experienced the goodness of God and being made the king, but but he experienced many difficult days in his life. Sleepless nights, hiding in caves, running for his life, facing near-death experiences. You see, David, uh, before David, uh, the king was Saul, and Saul was coming with enemies, with, with his army to take over David's life. And David was running from one cave to the other, hiding for his life. He was scared, he was fearful. But even in all those moments of David's life, he had an assurance that God was with him, that God's presence has not left him. And that's something that we can also think about, friends. That's why he wrote in Psalm 23, verse 4. He said, even, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. David is writing his personal experience. Yes, he was powerful, yet, but there were days when he was fearful, he was afraid, he was running for his life. Even in that moment, he had an assurance that God was walking with him, that God was near him. And friends, we too have experienced the goodness of God, his presence in our life in the difficult days. One of, the, one of the songs, you know, I love hymns, but a lot of the hymns, great hymns, have been written out of tragedy and loss. One of the great hymns written is, It Is Well With My Soul. The, the author who wrote that song experienced tragedy and loss of life of his family members that died. And in that pain and sorrow, he wrote this song. When peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like seas below roll, whatever my Lord thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. How can someone who experienced sorrow and loss could write a song like that? Somehow, even in that pain, he experienced the closeness of God. 
You see, friends, the Lord is not only good in our good days, in our tough days, but Lord is good when even when we fall short. You see, you and I, we, we often fail God. We often fail God by disobeying God, doing things against the will of God, enjoying the pleasures of sin and not listening to God. David himself, this great king who has experienced the goodness of God, he, even him, he had a moral failure when he committed sin against Bathsheba. And when you read Psalm 51, you will see his confession, his repentance before God and say, God, only you can forgive me and cleanse me and restore my joy. Even in that moment of sin and his repentance before God, God restored him. God met him. God changed him. And friends, that is the goodness of God. Psalm 103, verse 8 and 12, 12 talks about the goodness of God. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always accuse, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquity. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his steadfast love love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgression from us. Think about the goodness of God, that even in our failures and weaknesses, God meets us when we call on him and we repent of our sin. He forgives us. You see, friends, the goodness of God is not based on how good we are how good performance we are doing. But the goodness of God is because how good God is. Amen? It's not based on how good you and I are, but it's about the goodness of how God is gracious, of how God reaches us, of how God never forgets us when our friends and family forgets us. God does not forget us. God sends a messenger. God sends, when he hears our cry, he sends someone so that he can bring us back. That is the greatness of God. The Lord is good. In days, friends, the Lord is good when we are exhausted and we need a revival. The Bible says in Psalm 23, verse 1 to 3, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And he restores my soul. He restores my soul. And some of us this morning, friends, God is saying to us today that he's going to restore our strength. He's going to restore our confidence. He's going to restore our joy. He's going to restore and renew and revive our spirit. Isn't that good that God is able to revive and renew and restore our life? The Lord is good because he restores your soul and my soul. He leads us by the still waters. He restores your and my soul. The Lord is good. Amen. The Lord is good, friends. Even in our tough days. I think David said this. I am confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. We can stand on his truth.